0: Hi, welcome back to People of Purpose. I'm your host, Tanner Badgley, and this week we will be wrapping up our conversation on the concept of developing your greater consciousness to live a life of transcendence. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, I highly encourage checking that out. Some of the things we covered are the transition from being the CEO of a real estate development company to becoming a humanitarian, Fred also shared the life-changing experience that radically affected his life vision and how it connected him to his greater sense of purpose. And last but not least, he talks about consciousness and how it is connected to purpose. And in this episode, we will be covering the concept of dynamic harmony, what compelled him to build foundations and how it differs from running a business. And lastly, how to listen better to the input of our hearts and get ourselves out of the thinking mentality. Well, let's dive in. Here's to becoming people of purpose. I wanted to break down this concept of dynamic harmony. Um, It's something that I think comes up a lot in your work. Uh, It's an interesting little two-word phrase that I've never heard put together before quite like this. What is dynamic harmony?
1: Well, that's basically the dance between the poles that I just described. So the whole idea is that you... Interact, allow interaction between these poles so that it's in dynamic balance. So mm-hmm. it's not a still, it's not a picture, but it's a video, it's a film, it goes on. And when you're out of balance, then with the dynamism, it's the Im- important, important to bring it back to the dynamic balance. Mm-hmm. And in my experience, I feel much better when I'm in dynamic balance than when I'm without. And if I would not include the word dynamic but just balance, it's stillness, and perhaps that equals to death because nothing happens, you know? (laughs) Right. Still. Not that it's wrong, but...
0: So the dynamic part means that you're kind of still, like, actively living your life. You're not... um, retreating into total like isolation or seclusion instead you're you're finding harmony and peace within the mix of all that life is is that
1: yeah but it can be a very hectic life in which you still try to be in control uh with that dynamic balance but it also can be a monk which all with all kinds of thoughts that can take you away from yourself but even sitting in a chair you can be uh happily dynamically balancing so to say. yeah yeah otherwise we would exclude handicapped people or, or elder people
0: right yeah that makes a lot of sense so i guess i wanted to shift over to some of the people that have influenced you a lot um one of which that we talked about in the last interview and you've talked about in your work is uh gorbachev um mm-hmm. ha- ha- what what is what is this what has this man <clears throat> meant to your life and what did you guys could you like let us kind of know what you worked on together?
1: Yes, thank you. Um, I met him because a friend of mine, Jim Garrison, long time ago, asked me for a breakfast hosted by Henry Kissinger at the time uh, retired Secretary of State,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, at the doorstep just when. Gorbachev was about to enter, I was um, introduced to uh, Kissinger and then Kissinger uh, the next one he was greeting was Gorbachev and then Kissinger introduced me to Gorbachev and said, this is my friend Fred Matzer from the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that same day after the breakfast with Three deans of Harvard, Princeton, and uh, another university I had a chance to be more uh, private with Gorbachev for three hours. And um, those deans, they offered Gorbachev uh, places at universities in the United States for Russians to uh, to study. And uh, I said, well, I think I I would choose to come to you, to go to your country, to let you know, to, to, learn, to learn to know your people. And then Gorbachev said, well, I think that's a very nice thought. I'd like to invite you to come to, to Moscow and see me. And, uh, and I did. And, and since we met several times and with him I've set up the Gorbachev Foundation we have said, Raiza, his wife, was very interested in uh, in uh, leukemia, and there mm-hmm. uh, were hardly treatment centers for that. So with her and him, we've set up, and Doctor Rumiyanchev, we've set up a bone marrow transplant unit for children, and a kind of uh, yeah hotel. Often, uh, children with their parents had to travel from long time, uh, long distances, and then the the parents would need to go back and 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 couldn't stay. And so now, now they could stay. So it was much nicer for the children to be in the safe environment of one or two of their parents. Uh, He came to Holland. Um, I've organized a dinner uh, dinner party for him and his wife, which was great, you know. He was nice, kind enough to sing for us with uh, guidance of two violin players. So that was a wonderful and fun evening. And when I read in the newspapers how leaders in the world and also uh, in Russia now Putin, how dishonest they deal with people and themselves I tell you, Gorbachev is a beacon of light. He never asked for any money. I never had to pay him anything. Yes, I had the freedom to uh, pick an area where we helped to heal forest in the area of Leningrad. And yes, indeed, we did that stuff for the children, but it was not an obligation. It was an honor to give something
0: yeah that's so beautiful sounds like such a special relationship what was it that you guys created together that was kind of the beginning of was this towards the beginning of you making foundations
1: no i started to set up foundations in 1986 okay okay 35 years ago yeah okay Maybe this was number twelve or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I love by the way how like you were you were seated in the right place at the table and Kissinger yeah. referred to you as as your friend. That I, yeah. I, what do you make I've of that experience? That, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I, the only thing that, that struck me that was he had fresh blue hair. It blue gray hair. I thought, well quite cosmic
0: you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway yeah beautiful so what what is it in you that that compelled you to to build foundations and why why so why so many foundations why not just one um
1: when when, when I start one I didn't intend to make more but as the subject switches as it, you need to organize different people, different boards with special uh, qualities.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: I could never find a board uh, which would be dysfunctional of people that could handle all those fields. So, mm-hmm. I need to be supported by people. You know, I don't, I do know a little bit. But love to have the in, input and expertise of of others mm. women and men, children and older people
0: yeah and what what is the difference? We talked about this last time, but can you break down the difference between um running a business and running a foundation what 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 is the differences
1: Well <clears throat> running a business is with a clear purpose from my understanding is to make profit. And yeah, in my view too, you make profit because you want to continue the business. So you build capital on which you can create other layers so that you in the future can go on and extend and improve what you're doing. Um, Business is also described as competitive, so you have to find yourself and, yeah, make yourself more or less exclusive. But it's still, on the other hand, having said so, you also need to cooperate, cooperate within your team, but also teach your team and learn from your team to cooperate with others around you in order to achieve goals. And of course, it's phenomenal to see what humanity can do. We can construct buildings. And if we would do research, perhaps thousands of participants are involved. Products come from many countries, like cars, like like satellites, even like all kinds of foods that we produce. They have components coming from everywhere, everywhere. Now, foundations if I generalize, they are not aimed to, um, to make money, to compete. They are aimed to serve a higher goal, whatever the choice of the founders is. Mm. And yes, also they need money. Um, the people in the world of foundations, uh, I feel more heart um, and I feel more brain in the business world.
0: Yeah, more heart in the foundation, more brain in the business. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not that there are no hearts in business, but you know, they're less active. No, there's no brain in the foundation world, but they're less active.
0: I think after we talked last time, and I got the same feeling after watching your documentary, I I, w- I felt compelled to live from a more heart centered understanding of of reality. Um to behave in a way that was listening to the input of my heart. Can you explain what that is and how we can how we can better tap into that and get out kind of the the thinking mental.
1: Well, perhaps it starts a little bit with um, the training of the parents becoming aware. There's that story that I heard a long time ago about Mary. Mary is four years old. It is Sunday morning in the summer, say five, six o'clock. And the light, the sun is already coming up. And the day before, her parents did new wallpaper on Mary's room. And uh, Mary is awake, steps out of her bed and finds crayons on the floor What's what going to do. She is using the crayons to make the most beautiful combinations of color on the wall. And she enjoys it so much that she lives in a way in it. And then there's a moment that she hears the floor crack. Mom is going to the toilet. Mary hears the flushing of the toilet. Her door the room door opens. Mom comes in three times as tall as Mary, Mary sitting on the floor. And said, "What are you doing? We did beautiful wallpaper on your uh, on in your room and you're just destroying it. Back to your bed and never never go and do this. I'll punish you." Mm-hmm. Mary shrinks, withdraws. Mary becomes a very good student because she knows, don't listen to my heart, I have to listen to others. And she becomes brighter and brighter. But she's living isolated in herself and has learned to freeze her heart. What mom also could have done is open the door and say, wow, Mary, what a wonderful, wonderful design you made on that wall fantastic fantastic but you may not know but walls with new wallpaper or whatever are not meant to uh, to write or 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 make your design on you know what we're gonna do when it's Monday we go to the shop and we get you a nice sketchbook and the Mary that gets that message, Will be, you know, is another Mary than the first version of Mary. So, what you can do is keep your heart open and also your mind. But every thought in your life, don't allow it to be not filtered through your heart because thoughts that are not filtered through the heart are like unguided missiles and can hit and create a lot of chaos in the world, as we see now
0: yeah filtering the thoughts to the heart it's so sounds so important um yet so often we don't do that it seems like we live in this like theoretical world of art like arguing about ideas that have no like tangible feeling in our life but we've been taught that this is like the politics we ought to have or the the position on xyz we should take how do How do we break free of a culture like that um, you know if we didn't have that parenting um, how do we how do we come to that understanding ourselves? How do we reparent ourselves in that
1: Yeah, but, but allowing yourself to be and go to yourself, speak your truth, don't be afraid to follow your intuition, let your thoughts flow and if indeed you are denied or uh, people don't look at you. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, that can be painful, but just accept it. If you make yourself dependent on other people, especially on dysfunctional people, then yeah, you you have a different uh, diff- sorry difficult life. Uh-huh. So be and use your awareness and be forgiving. Um, send love and. If you can also receive love and if you have hard times not being able to connect with love, still know that it's there. It's very difficult, but it's possible too. It helps yeah. you through difficult times. Yeah. Uh, maybe last time we, we spoke about it too. Um, you said, yeah, Gorbachev is an important person in my life, but at least as important is. uh, Uh, Gorbachev is, uh, sorry, uh, Dr. Jerry Jampolski, whom I I met uh, in the 80s, and after hearing an audio tape of him, and the title of the audio tape was, Love is Letting Go of Fear. Where there's fear, there is no love. And where there's love, there is no fear. And that made a huge, huge impression on me. And many, many times a day, that quote comes through my head. At a later stage, I started to think about what is fear. And then I found that fear exactly is, and we discussed this earlier, is exactly the same as resistance. Mm. Resistance to love. And I realized that here in the finite, we on purpose are placed in resistance to learn about fear. Talking about people of purpose, and it's on your t shirt, Tenor.
0: Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm.
1: think, yeah, I think it is so important that you took the initiative to invite all kind of people that have meaningful things to say about purpose and love thank you Mm -hmm. so much
0: yeah of course i mean yeah i felt compelled to do this uh it's been four years now since i started this podcast and it came out of uh an inability to put words or express all these mentors and people I've been meeting in my travels around the world. I need to put the microphone in front of them. They can share their stories. They can share their wisdom much better than I can, you know, writing a blog or something. Um, And since I've gotten to meet so many people, I, I, I feel like my, my wisdom um, around purpose has skyrocketed sometimes two or three generations ahead of me. Um, Other times have had like, Tremendously terrible life experiences. Other people have had beautiful life experiences, um, and then I like to see what's what's common between between those things. Choosing love over fear is definitely a commonality with people of purpose. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the the world wants you to choose the fear because it keeps you trapped in some sort of system that um, they can, you know, there's a level of control. I do believe that people have a sense of understanding that they have a sense of purpose, that there's something greater than their current reality. But it's that it's that fear, that lack of courage to to break through and see what's on the other side, which is so unknown. And the unknown is very scary to us Um, (laughs) facing facing what's in your deep heart and all like the traumas and toxins kind of around that that you have to kind of like push out um that process can be very very painful for people and the people that I have broken through uh, are my heroes like you know you're one of them you you figured out how to get out of the obligations that your father put on you and you know your business and it might not have been terrible it, it might have been something that you were you sounded successful at it i'm sure there were moments of great happiness of connection to others but it was something at the source was missing. You weren't feeling love, infinite consciousness, connection to the divine, dynamic harmony, um, unity with one another, this sense of polar, yeah, like understanding the polarity. You weren't having a well-rounded human experience, um, and I think that's that's what I want people to be able to get by talking to you know, folks like you.
1: Thank you. May I do you a uh, suggestion? To you, I think the other time we also spoke about life like process. You Mm -hmm. can be in a sailing boat and you can go uh, with the wind and to a buoy. Mm -hmm. And then it's important to do two things to enjoy the sailing trip and still look at the buoy. And the buoy is just a signpost in life. When you're at the buoy, One, you go to buoy two, and still enjoying the sailing trip. Mm -hmm. So in that context, maybe I can suggest to you people of purpose and process on your new T-shirt.
0: And process, yeah.
1: Yes, and process, because it's both. You miss life if you are only focused on purpose. And that what ha- that's what's happening in society. People are too much focused on purpose. Every company has a purpose. And they forget about the people that are breeding. And the breeding pro- is process. The heartbeat is process. It's not a purpose.
0: Mm.
1: Wow, that's powerful.
0: And process.
1: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs>
0: Well, what what that makes me think about is like, what does it take to to be aligned to purpose? That being the process. But you have, it seems like you have a little different interpretation of process. Process is just like understanding the life that is going on within you and around you. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you mail me your home address, then I can send you some t shirts I'll let them make here in the Netherlands. And uh with if you like it, if you feel that I'm too much imposing on you, then you tell me.
0: Okay. That sounds awesome. I'm I'm happy to have this <laughs> leap experience, sleep into the unknown with you. Cool. So, so you're gonna make that, people so a purpose and process t shirts.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then I'll send small, medium, and large, of, or, or medium, large, and extra large. What <laughs> do you think?
0: Sure, that sounds fine. Yeah. yeah. What's the, what's the um, intentionality behind that? What do you hope to, to convey with that? Well,
1: just it, it, it just comes up. It is We are having fun now, which is a process. Mm-hmm. And my purpose is now to send you this shirt, so it's a combo of the two.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: If you say I'm not going to use them, that's fine. And um, so what I say, perhaps I'm too much imposing or invasive. And then you tell me.
0: No, no, you're not. I'm I'm excited to go to, on this experiment with you. <laughs> Let's do it.
1: <laughs> okay. Then I need a, a physical address, huh?
0: Yeah, I can give it, will, it to it you.
1: Will not, uh, uh, I'm going to explore who can do that. but uh, So it will not be there this month or so, but uh, I'll try to uh, do it before the end of the year.
0: Awesome. Are you going to make me a new logo and everything? Oh, no. Wow, no. Well, if you if
1: you like and give me the freedom, I'll see what what reigns in.
0: Nice. Yeah. I loved your little, uh, your infinity sign on your, uh, beyond me documentary, like yeah. that production, how it kind of like kept coming into itself. It was, it was well done. Beautiful. Yeah, your, Thank you. your branding was really good. So after our last interview a week ago, I followed, I tried to follow your day as closely as possible for the next few days. Cause if you remember, you kind of told about the routines and habits you have throughout your day to put yourself in a position to be tapped into your heart and, you know, greater consciousness and whatnot. Um, so I went on a walk, I took my nap, uh, all these kind of things. And how was it going? I loved it. Yeah. It's like, it's a beautiful experience to be able to just my property is five acres. So I just like walked wow. around. Um, I took my shoes off at one point and just kind of barefoot walked. Oh, wow. I felt the sunshine on my skin and I was like, I'm just like walking for the process. Not, not really, there's no sense of like purpose. It's just like, let's, let's tap into what's all around me currently. Um, And I felt such a sense of like vibration and everyone I kind of met with the rest of that morning at the least was just like, wow, you're like, you're radiating, you know, energy right now. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, it's because I I met Fred and he told me to do this. (laughs) By the way,
1: Tanner, do you live with your parents or no. are you uh, are you married or what's your situation, if I may ask?
0: I'm married. Uh, you have a family? Uh, okay. I don't have yeah. any children yet. I got married two years ago to my wife in Thailand and uh, uh. we moved to uh, Kansas City a year and a half ago. Um, I run a real estate business right now and we buy and sell single family homes in Kansas City. That's my for-profit thing that I have people of purpose, which is, I guess, the beginnings of my foundation. Um, wow. at this stage though, like the money like is an important thing to focus on because yeah, I not don't have any didn't have any. And then I got married and my wife had to get a green card and everything so I'm supporting her. Um, we have an awesome little team. It's it really it's fun. I try to be as purposeful as possible, mm. um, but yeah, our, our company found us this awesome house and uh, mm. moving in with my brother and my friend who are both my business partners, and then my wife and I are in the master bedroom. So we have four of us living in this, you know, it, I think it's three thousand seven hundred square foot house, four bedrooms, finished basement, five acres. It's really cool, and the wow. seller who sold it to us like gave us a fantastic deal where we just had to give a small down payment. He financed us for 30 years. So he's kind of like our mortgage guy. Um, didn't have to qualify or show any income or anything. It was such a blessing. Um, because, it was meant to be. Yeah, definitely. I actually wrote everything yeah. down that I wanted in a home because we were just renting a small place with the four of us with only one bathroom, four people, very small. And I wrote down all, all the things I wanted. Like I want a sunroom. I want a big yard. I want uh, you know, a large master bedroom with a jacuzzi bathtub. And all of this <laughs> happened. It's incredible. <laughs> 40 days later, we closed on this house. Like one week wow. later, we, it came in my radar that this is a possible you know lead for us to, you know, to live here. And what yeah, it's a really divine experience. Yeah.
1: yeah. Are your parents still alive?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing that's really beautiful right now is uh, I live close to my parents again. Um, it's been 10 years since I've lived near my family because I went away to college and then I moved to Thailand. Then I moved to San Francisco and then back to Thailand. And now I'm uh, 15 minutes from my father and 40 minutes from my mother. My parents are divorced. Wow. But everyone's yeah. relocated yeah. to Kansas City. Um, which Wonderful, is pretty interesting. wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. I actually married my my dad. My dad got remarried last last year at this time, and I was the minister in his wedding. Uh, during oh. COVID, we did a small little gathering, and because of the restrictions on the amount of people, they're like, "Well, we don't we don't have the numbers to have like a a you know a minister with us. So why don't you become the minister, Tanner?" And I got like certified. Oh. It's a cool experience.
1: <laughs> wow, well, fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, my friend. Thank you very much. I think, uh, yeah, have we covered most of it? What's your feeling?
0: Yeah, no, I think that, um, I mean, with you, it's not like this like tidy story of beginning, middle, and end. It's all, it's all intertwined. It's all connected. It's ever flowing. It's the process of life, as you say. So, it feels fitting to just kind of end on a on a high note where we're very present um and what comes will come i'm excited to give you my home address and see what these t-shirts are just stay in touch um yeah it'd be it'd be wonderful to be able to stay in touch uh, let's do that stay in touch there's a lot to learn Dutch from you. you stay we'll in touch with you. the judge. <laughs> Cool.
1: miles of smiles sprinkles <laughs> of twinkles and lots of love
0: mm. thank you so much bye bye-bye you. So what actionable step are you going to take next? Do you have a lingering question? Or is there something we can help you work through to figure out and reach your purpose? People of Purpose is here for you. Just send us an email or a message on Facebook. If you want continued inspiration, subscribe to the podcast and soak in the stories and words of our insightful guests. Do you have any friends that might enjoy this podcast? Bring them on board as a podcast subscriber. And if you want to actually see the guests behind the voices, As well as receive daily inspiration, follow the podcast and journey on Instagram at People of Purpose Podcast or at People of Purpose on Facebook to join our purpose-seeking community. By joining, you will know the minute each new episode is published, hear first about upcoming People of Purpose news, and receive regular tidbits of inspiration. I'm purposely perusing, pursuing, and pondering. It's simply a regular dose of goodness, intentionally filtered by me, to nourish your path to purpose. Lastly, if you like this podcast, please post a review wherever you listen to it. Doing so will not only help us to grow, but will also allow your voice to be heard, and who knows who you could inspire. Cheers, and here's to becoming. coming.